You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Fans of podcast horror and Halloween, Friday, October 25th in Austin, Texas at the Nomad Bar at 1213 Corona Drive, we have got an event for you. Attack of the Pod People is an unprecedented party to celebrate the season, featuring members of oneofus.net, Double Toasted, The Night Owl, Horror Queers, Junk Food Cinema, Castle of Horror, Rage Select, Women in Caskets, and the Threequel Club, all performing onstage tributes to the season. All that, and you can get up and sing with Karaoke Underground or compete in our costume contest with prizes. RSVP is required for entry, so look our event up on Facebook or Eventbrite and join us. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber-supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to Oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. back and we got our eye on the prize just like always with this podcast hello everybody it's justin zarian once again uh we took a little break from the previous time we recorded because you know the thing about this point in the oscar race is there's not always a lot to say every single week but what i'm excited this week is because we actually got some new people on this show for this week who have never given their thoughts on an eye on the prize podcast and i feel like it's time to you know, give them their big debut and and talk about this stuff. But we also hey, got hi, it's trying to make my debut. Yes, hello, my I, introduction to I Have the Prize. <laughs> I was going to say we also have someone returning who was there from the very beginning, who I'm really happy to see here. Shaq, how you doing, buddy? Sup? I'm good. I'm tired. I'm good. It's, it'll be fun because I've seen a good chunk of the fucking things that are that are in the discussion. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, you'll have a lot more insider opinions on some of these than we do. We're just we're we're the people on the sideline who like we, we're the ones who didn't go to Nam. And you're like, dude, I've been to Nam. I could tell you everything about that. I mean, if Nam is just like sitting in a movie theater for like 16 hours a day, then yeah, <laughs> that sounds like hell to some people. Believe it or not, <laughs> dude. It, I'll tell you right now, it sounds great in theory as like a film fan, but when you do it, it's like the worst. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I remember uh, Chris talking about that. I think. Uh, uh, the gathering a few weeks ago where he was just like yeah when you go out to a film festival you're so excited you're gonna see every movie um that's possible out there and then you actually get there and you're just like no more please no more mm. <laughs> like your eyes hurt your head hurts your stomach yeah. hurts and you feel like you're mustier by the second oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> no more movies I, I a, please i thought it just sounds like <laughs> aging i don't yeah. college <laughs> I feel like it's almost like uh, Alex from Clockwork Orange, like someone have to pry your eyes open at a film yeah. festival. I'm all better now. I've seen enough. The amount of sleep, the, the little sleep you get, yes, that ends up happening, even for the shit you like. So, yes, it, like film festivals are fun, but they're also a fucking ordeal. Yeah, yeah. And for people who don't know what we're talking about, uh, Shaq was at TIFF. Go back and listen to our podcast there because he's got a lot of thoughts on the movies that you were, well, a lot of which are not even out yet. So, you know. yeah. Yeah. Um, but also we got here, we got Bradley. How you doing? Hello. Good. Thank you. Hey, hey. Uh, we got London. How are you doing here? Yo, yo. Hey. And uh, first time on this podcast, we got Rose. It's a me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what was the... Okay, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yes, Little Italy part of this year's discussions. Yes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only you seen it. I wish you were on that review with me. That would have been. Dude, so... I still haven't seen it, but I want to see it. <laughs> uh, it's it's almost it's not even worth really talking about other than just wow. I, I can't believe I actually sat through that whole freaking movie. <laughs> um, really? Yeah. So we are just going to do kind of general discussions for this because you know it's been a few weeks. A lot of stuff has been coming out. I mean. Not that I've been able to see anything because I'm gosh dang broke and I can't go to a theater right now. <laughs> but uh, I know a few people here wanted to give their impressions on what they felt about the race. So, I mean, I'm going to recuse myself from saying too much because I've seen, you know, a lot. And I've also, you know, put my predictions up on the site. So if you want to hear more of my thoughts on that, go look on the One of Us homepage and you should find my predictions and also Bradley's predictions there, too. That's right. Yes, indeed. Which, man, you had some bold choices on there, Bradley. Oh, they could have been bolder. I left RG or Robert Downey Jr. off. I didn't even realize it until like three days later. And then I thought, I'm not bold. I'm a fraud. Listen, listen. With the amount of bold that I hear Bradley have sometimes, I'm assuming you're saying like what Angel has fallen for best picture. That would be amazing if he did. Probably sound editing and what? Um, there it is. <laughs> mixing. One of the two. Best catering. <laughs> Best writing, yes, absolutely, for Angel as well. But yeah, London. Uh, also, like, I-, I can't wait to hear some of your guys' thoughts here. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, I mean, I think we should start with a few little news stories just to start off, though. Because uh, mm-hmm. they have been actually putting out some of the contenders for certain categories that will make it to the finals. Now, I mean, this is very early in, pr- in the uh, the process. And, wow, there's a lot of freaking movies in the foreign features category. Because, well, okay, sorry, international features. I mean, I got to use my correct terminology here. Mm Because I think last time I checked, there's about 93 contenders right now. Jesus. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Only five of them are going to end up making it in the end. And everyone knows which one's going to win. So it's just a, (laughs) it's a matter of knowing which of the four movies will be contenders up against Parasite, pretty much. Honestly, it shouldn't even apply. (laughs) I'll do it now. I'll just say my, I'll just an early take now. Parasite shouldn't even go for a best international feature and just go full on in the best picture race. I think like, it might actually everything be, else. Yeah, I think it might actually make it. So, mm. are you a fan of that director's entire library, Shaq, or just this film? Um, I've seen I've seen his movies before. I've seen the host. I love the host. Mm-hmm. Like everything I've seen of his, I've loved. So, like I've seen I've loved the host. I love Snowpiercer. Um, I haven't seen Oakja or Memories of Murder, but I do want to see them at some point. Um, but everything I've seen of his, I've loved, but this is like far and away. Like, oh, wow. Maybe the actual best thing he's ever done. I'm so wow. excited. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't wait. Like, I, I know it's going to be playing at my indie theater in Utah, which I'm just like, why, why do I have to be in Illinois right now? But I, I'm going to try and find a way to see this as soon as I can. So, dude, the moment it released in New York, tickets are available. They sold out every single screening in an entire wow. theater in like minutes. Well, actually, <laughs> that's a good segue into a bit of news trivia that uh, apparently Snow, well, not Parasite. I'm thinking about Bong Joon-ho movies and they're all in my head right now. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Parasite actually is now the official record holder for the highest per screen average of any film uh, in the last several years. Because it just beat wow. La La Land's record for having, I think, $125,000 per theater for three theaters. Which, mm-hmm. wow. Uh, yeah, people are going to... Uh, this should get a wider release. I mean, it's only in three theaters. Come on, just put it out in some more movie theaters. Just, nah. I, I really just want to see it. Uh, but yeah, and then apparently yeah, also that makes it the highest opening for any foreign film ever with that, too. So. Oh, wow. 
Oh. Yeah, at least for a limited run with that. So Because everyone who's seen it has been going like, you need to see it, but also don't say anything about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't wait. Now, it's interesting, though, too, I've been looking at the list here of the ones contending for the big categories for uh, international feature, and... I mean, you know, like most years, I've never even heard of half of these movies. To <laughs> you know, it's just like okay, something from Lebanon, something from Lithuania, something from Malaysia. Never heard of this one, but mm. I mean, among the big contenders here, I would say like, I mean, uh, one I'm really kind of excited to see is Pain and Glory, that new one mm. with um, Antonio Banderas. Right, that one's yeah. been getting a lot of buzz. Oh, sorry, what was that Rose? Oh yeah, that, I've heard good things about that one as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm super excited. I mean, and I personally, you know. I can't say I've seen Antonio Banderas in a lot of stuff that I would say he's a good actor in, but the last few years, he's really been trying to push himself with some roles. Like, even um that miniseries he did, Picasso, Genius, on um, uh, uh, National History Channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... The thing is, it's... When he teams up with, Pe- uh, with Pedro Amoldovar, like, his like his performances are incredible. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen The Skin I Live In. Oh, I yeah. saw that for a yes. film class, like, a couple of years ago. And that shit... That movie's fucked, but he was incredible in it. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's one of those things where, like, the two of them work so well together that it might be, like, it might bring him to, like, that kind of attention again. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, another one I'm actually kind of excited to see, I think, uh, London and Brad, you might remember this one, that movie Atlantics, uh, yeah. we saw a trailer for last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Atlantics, a, yeah. a ghost, uh, ghost which, love story. Yeah, which we'll actually get a chance to see that because it's coming on to Netflix, so... Oh, word. Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah. Because I know... Uh, did that one premiere at TIFF uh, the other week, Shaq? It did. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to see it, but I heard, like, good stuff from it. Yeah, will oh, premiering yeah. on Netflix still sink a film's actual chances? Or uh, no? Honestly, Netflix has, like, three or four major contenders for Best Picture this year. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I mean... I it... mean, we'll get into that uh, more, but it looks like they actually have a strong showing. Uh, and usually, Netflix movies do better when they're movies they acquire from other people, not producing themselves. No, wasn't it last year? Uh, what was it? Was it Roma? I forgot the name. Yeah, Roma. Roma. Yeah, yeah, Roma and uh, Buster Scruggs were both Netflix. Yeah, so, so mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, Moving else? on up. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are trying. They want their big boy, pan- uh, big boy pants so much on this. You know, just like, please give us an Oscar. Give us all the Oscars. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But any other thoughts on the international features? Like any nominees um, or films standing out to you? I'm surprised that Japan went with Weathering with You for their best international feature. Like it's good, but. I'm su- I'm surprised that they actually went with the animated feature. That's just like it threw me off, but it's it's a cool idea. Also surprised that Vietnam picked Fury, which is the last thing I would expect for them to like go like, yo, this is this is gonna be our best international feature because that's a full on like action movie. Oh, is it? I've actually never heard of this one. What's it about? Fury is basic. It's like a woman. If if it's the movie that I'm thinking it is, it's like a woman who her child gets kidnapped. But what they don't realize is that this woman is like a former crime boss and can fuck people up. So wow. it's her on like a nonstop chase to try and rescue her child. Whew. And it's a Vietnam film. Oh, boy. It's a Vietnam flick. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> a Vietnamese flick. I mean, yeah, yeah. sorry. Sorry. But no. Yeah. I, I. OK. Now I need to pay attention to this one. That sounds cool. <laughs> OK. So also I wanted to talk a bit about the animated feature contenders, because apparently there's a record 32 movies submitted for best animated feature, which Okay, <laughs> that's going to be crazy. Now, <laughs> honestly, I'm just going to ask you guys, too. Do you think there's really that many movies that are actually worth serious consideration for animated feature this year? Not really. I mean, it's going to go Maybe. to Toy Story 4. I think of anything I off mean, the top of my whatever. head. Probably, um, what's it called? 
Abominable? Like, that was probably good, but did anybody? No. Did anybody see <laughs> it? Will be, like, at best, like Toy Story 4 because Pixar wins everything. I did like Toy Story um, 4, but part four of a franchise winning something? That's kind of weird. It, okay. It's this weird thing because, yeah, it's, it's part four, but it's also Toy Story. And yeah. it's like, Pixar. We're saying this like Mad Max Fury Road isn't the fourth movie and won like every technical award. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Has Toy Story ever lost? Well, I mean, it was only eligible for one year because the animated feature category wasn't available for the first two movies. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, not until like, what, like 2001. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, because uh, Shrek was the first winner, so. Yeah. <laughs> Which, <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> that just off love, the mouse. The first Shrek movie is still good. Oh, no, I love Shrek. It's just, it's such a meme at this point. To, <laughs> that it's like, oh, right, this is a genuinely good movie. <laughs> yeah, no, it, when Shrek, the first Shrek came out, it was actually very unique because it was the first time that yeah. it took satirical look at like classic fantasy type myth myths and lore and whatnot so it, you know it was different for its time i understand yeah. that it's just like it, it's status in the modern day like in 2019 yeah it's seen as like a super yeah meme. yeah <laughs> no it's so much a meme now that like any time like okay so recently i posted some stories on facebook and there's the new story that apparently they were casting the character shriek in uh, venom 2 and immediately i knew somebody would go oh i thought you said shrek oh shrek and venom that's gonna be so weird yeah. <laughs> just that's like awesome <laughs> I, I would say that <laughs> that could it, work it, it couldn't make venom any more ridiculous honestly <laughs> but honestly because i haven't seen at least like in the u in terms of like american showings it's been pretty dismal i want to say for the most part yeah honestly, maybe like the foreign stuff might be a lot better i just because i don't really have any knowledge about it but I, like at best, I can go like, "Hey, weathering with you as a shot this year." Um, but oh, otherwise, yeah, it's kind of a weak year. Well, here's something interesting that I, I'm just looking at the list right now. So yeah, in terms of American showing, probably the biggest ones will be Frozen Two and Toy Story Four. Oh, which... I totally forgot about Frozen Two. Fuck yeah. off with that. Frozen my <laughs> my cynical self wants to say that Frozen's probably going to take it just because. Oh, I've heard of that. Well, and here's the thing yeah. though too is that some of the smaller contenders are the ones that are catching my attention. Like uh, that French film that's coming out, I Lost My Body. Uh, apparently, everyone's been raving about that movie because it's that's just true. Yeah, I mean, if you guys know this one, it's the one with the severed hand looking for its owner. And that's on yeah. Amazon Prime right now. No, it's going to be on Netflix. So. Oh, that, oh okay. that's awesome. So we'll get a chance. All to right, see it and review cool. It. Yeah. Um, now, also, uh, one thing that seems to be listed here, I didn't think it was eligible to contend this, but Primal is going to be a contender for this. Oh, really? cool. Is it a show? I mean, that's the thing I don't know. I'm like, it's, it says here, Gennady Tartakovsky's Primal Tales of Savagery, and I'm just like. But it's technically a five-part miniseries. <laughs> yeah, what so a, is, like what a movie we, that just they, abruptly like, stops. Not, like, do they work as like a standalone thing each episode? Uh, each yes. episode's more each or less episode does. Then okay, then I can see why they would do that. Yeah, so that's the thing is right. I think technically they'll like consider it, like they'll do the OJ thing where they ed like you know the um, OJ Made in America where they edit it into one like feature quote quote mm -hmm. kind of oh, thing. Yeah. Was that the six-hour documentary that insisted it was a short documentary? Well, not a short documentary because it was still like what, like yeah, six like, hours, like five long. hours long. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, if that's if that's actually true and this is a contender, uh, vote for that one because this is all is category fun. fraud. But I would totally vote for Primal. If yeah, I that, that's the one. Of the few times I'll say it's okay for this one because because <laughs> Primal is freaking amazing. If you guys haven't seen it yet, right, yeah, my so. prediction is Toy Story Four is gonna win and there's gonna be um, huge backlash online with Weathering with You and Primal. There's going to be a big protest with those two. That's my um, argument. That's my um, prediction. 
Yeah. Good call. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and that's the problem. The biggest problem with this category is people actually seeing non-American animated films. Because there's actually quite a few on this list, but it's just a matter of them actually being patient enough to go, fine, I'll watch a foreign movie. Because there's actually some really good foreign films that come out every year. I actually heard know? The Magnificent that's Cake is pretty behavior. good, too. The Magnificent oh, Cake. One? That one is about, um, actually, the uh, I forgot the director's name. The director, If Bill Street Could Talk. Oh, he, he actually oh, wow. no, he didn't direct it, but he recommended really? it because I think oh. it's a it's a African film and it's about the um oh god it's something it's like a stop motion but it's it takes it's like a historical stop motion film I can't I'm trying to I'm I, I heard about it and it just and it's now I'm like I'm blanking on what it was about but I heard it was really good no no hey if he recommended yeah. it, I'm still willing yeah. to give it a shot like check it out yeah, kind but, of thing, yeah I heard so. it was good. but it's that's yeah. weird because it's a short though. Like that one actually is a short. It's like eighteen oh, well, minutes so or something. Maybe, maybe that's the thing where some of these are being considered for partly like. I mean, it depends on how short. You know, like like if they're going to be actually there for the feature, if they're going to be there for like you know short film category. Sorry, kind of stuff. it takes so, takes place we'll in nineteenth century colonial Africa. That's what it's about. That's what I was trying to remember. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I'm just going to say that I really freaking hope that, what, like, uh, uh, Adam's Family and those ones don't make it on this list, because... Oh, I hope not. They just make it out of just, like, it existing. Yeah, or Spies in Disguise, the big Will Smith movie came out this year. I, I swear to God if that gets nominated. <laughs> I can't believe that was God, on here. To. I was like, I forgot. Oh, they do, they probably want Will Smith on the red carpet. Is that his only opportunity to be there? Aladdin, maybe, if that Because that's a nom, then. Awards. Or, yeah, pretty much, because, like... Even if they nominate like Gemini Man for best visual effects, he won't show mm-hmm. up because yeah. it's not he's not there for that. Yeah, it's oh, not likely they're gonna true. get best visual effects for that one. When is Suicide yeah. Squad coming out? So there you go. Suicide Squad two, you can get nominated for that. <laughs> well he's not in he's not in this yeah. movie. Oh really? He's not he replaced. <laughs> well, he's not not in replaced. That. They technically they were going to replace him and then they're like, Well, Will might actually want to come back, so we'll just we'll just make uh, Idris Elba a different character. They could just kill. Yeah. They could just kill him yeah, in a different, him. exactly the same character. Yeah. Well, I mean, g- generic shooter, <laughs> whatever you can. There's plenty in DC. You can. Okay, that's not. <laughs> yeah, gotta, let's gotta, let's move on. We so move we've on. got the yeah. we got the new stuff out of the way. So why don't we actually talk about the big, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just our big predictions? So uh, now, since I've said a lot about this like i said i'll let you guys take the lead on this so let's talk a bit about best picture contenders like who do we think are some of the big ones that are actually going to make it to the end like for the big prize uh, okay. uh yeah i'll start i'll start yeah. off with the All couple right. um i'll say this is one of those ones that i haven't seen but i feel like it could possibly take it because of just like the scale and ambition and i think it might have a chance to pull it off Mm. 1917 yeah i think that one will definitely i think that one if it's as good as it can as like the potential is i think it could definitely make it on there um i'll say let me see what else is it joker will probably get on there i know the discourse and all that shit but but by that same token it's the populist pick that's the one that everyone's talking about and that's the one where people like yo that's the one that needs to go for best picture. So it'll get like the Black Panther spot where it's like it's there very much so for like the ratings and the like the quote unquote regular people. But um I don't think it'll win. Um once upon a time in Hollywood, Tarantino usually always makes it on there. Yeah. Um, and uh what else? What else? Uh and Parasite, I'm hoping for Parasite. That's everything. Oh, and um Marriage Story. Marriage Story is, I think, might be the front runner. Yeah, which I'm, I'm surprised. Where it's like I know a Bombach film because I mean he usually gets in like for, like small prizes, like best at, uh, original screenplay or something like that. But 
this would I mean from what I hear this is like his best work ever so I that's I really wild. hope so because yeah, mm-hmm. a, yeah well Noah Baumbach writing it I'm a big fan of Adam Driver and Scar Joe Scarlett <laughs> Johansson but when I read the synopsis I'm like Ugh, that's really sad I don't know if I want to be sad around Christmas oh, uh, yeah I'm sorry you, have you ever seen a Noah Baumbach film before yeah but that's what I'm saying when I read Noah Baumbach I was like all in let's do it grab the tissue for oh, tears boy, people dream. calm down and let's watch a Noah Baumbach film. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Uh, it, let's see. So, Shaq said a few. Uh, London, what do you think are like some of the big eligible Best Picture contenders? Well, um, I do agree with Shaq about 1917. Um, I think that's gonna be a, that's definitely gonna be on there because it's just the you know it's a World War II film. Excellent. I, scale. I think it's a Oops. World War One film. I'm sorry, World War One. You know what? That, that's yeah. <laughs> World War. I knew that was gonna happen. I knew that was gonna happen. Like I knew, like I I prepared for it. I'm like I'm gonna say it. I'm not gonna say. It. And then like as soon as it came up, I knew it was like yeah. So yeah, it's, it, it's like that Team Four Star joke where they're like, you see, you want to say World War One, but you just automatically start saying World War Two. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they're absolutely right. But okay, back. Yeah. Okay, back to the movie. Yeah, it looks it looks like it's big in scale, so it's probably gonna be on there. Um, I also agree with the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mean, that's gonna be on there too. I think. Um, no, I don't think. I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Marriage Story. I'm on the fence, but I do think it has enough push to be on there because it's just because it is that Netflix caveat is still there. But usually, if something's so good, it can still elevate past it. So, I think Marriage Story is beyond there. Um, now to deviate, uh, I think that, uh, let's see, oh, oh, Ir- Ir- the Irishman, I think that's going to oh, be yeah. on there too. Um, I, I think it's going to be, I out on the Irishman, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I think, yeah, because I mean, the, the, re- the response to this has not just been pr- like, like praise, but like glowing praise so far for this movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm Which... curious if it might win, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> well, so that's going to be the big thing, because it's like, yeah, on the one hand, it's Martin Scorsese. On the other hand, like we say, it's Netflix. So are they going to want to give a Netflix movie to Martin Scorsese for Best Picture kind of thing? Yeah, that was- I have this conspiracy that he's bashing Marvel films as a secret way to promote <laughs> his Oscar chances. <laughs> I hate roller coasters. I like great cinema. So, eh, Academy. Well, he got, he got, you know, what, I've Francis heard for- crazier things. <laughs> Well, he got like he he's he's drumming up attention. I mean, every celebrity's talking about it. Francis Ford Coppola chipped in, so <laughs> it keeps it keeps, yeah, it, like, it keeps the mark the uh, media going. So <laughs> it worked because people were definitely checking to see what Coppola thinks about anything lately. <laughs> <laughs> hey Coppola, what do you think for your vineyard? Do you do you like Marvel movies? Huh? <laughs> there are a couple of film snobs who care. <laughs> Are we going to fucking bring back, like, Sidney Lumet from the grave and ask, like, yo, what you thought of Thor Ragnarok? Like, are, are we at that point now? I'm sure we could b- dig up a few people like that. I, I think that's actually the plot of the next Thor movie. <laughs> Thor helps revive Sidney Lumet. Hey, yo, Kurosawa, who's the best Spider-Man? <laughs> oh, I would love to see a Kurosawa Spider-Man flick. Uh, dude, it would just be the Japanese Spider-Man TV show. <laughs> I, I have the seen awesome. it. from Hell Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man and the boy wanted to go together, but they knew it was forbidden. <laughs> okay. Do you remember, do you remember that, that, that thing they pointed yes. out in this trailer? It's like, what the frick is in this show? <laughs> My friend downloaded the entire series, and he would stream it on his like Instagram, and we're like, what the shit is this? <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Well then, uh, Rose, what oh. are some uh, things that you think might make it? Actually, it wasn't oh, I mean, done. Was <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I just want to make sure we get around everybody. Okay, Rondon, what, finish off. What, what do you think is some of the ones that you Okay. Use? The Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, uh, Joker, Judy, um, and Rocket Man. You know, I, I would actually like to see Rocket Man get Best Picture, and they're certainly campaigning for that because they've been like doing concerts and everything else for the Academy voters. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know. We'll see. We'll see. I think that, that could be interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so then, yeah, uh, Rose, why don't you uh, give a few thoughts then? What do you think might make it the best picture? Uh, yeah, thanks for stealing my answer there. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say Rocket Man for sure. Um, and only, I, I'm kind of conflicted about it because they had, of course, Bohemian Rhapsody last year. And so either that, it seems to me it's equally as likely that it's a shoe-in then because that just super appeals to the Academy voters or maybe not because they don't want to try to award the same kind of movie twice in a row. But this movie was good. <laughs> it was very good. It was also a year too late, so. Yeah. Um, but other than that, maybe some wishful thinking out of the box kind of stuff like The Lighthouse, maybe, if that turns out to be as good as it looks. That I uh, hope so, yeah. And maybe uh, one for Last Black Man in San Francisco. Yes. Oh, wow. oh my God. <laughs> I would maybe kill way, for that. That would be way, wild. Way off the reservation would be Jojo Rabbit, because we do live in an alternate timeline and things like that can happen now. <laughs> well, no, that's true. The, like, what was it, the one, the Shape with, of Water one? So I was surprised about that. And especially with Jojo Rabbit, it got the be- uh, the people's choice. So it, like, it got the people's choice of TIFF, which is usually like an indicator like, yo, watch out for this one. So yeah, at least a nomination. it might end up getting a nomination, honestly. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that's those things where it's like, yeah, it's a, you know whatever people think of the subject matter. People love Taika Waititi, so mm-hmm. and yeah. plus, yeah. most people have been coming out of Jojo Rabbit loving it. Yeah, it, that's the thing is that it was at like fifty five after TIFF, but then I think after this last weekend when it officially released, it's back up to eighty now oh, it's, on Rotten Tomatoes. It's jumped. Hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm I'm one of those people. I was not crazy on it but i acknowledge that i'm very much in the minority on that case no fair enough i mean it's not too minority like there's still enough people like that's the thing no, like I, it's I like it's, yeah yeah I have so many people including myself are just tired of nazis can we move on from <laughs> it's nazis not even the Na- yeah. it's not even the nazis thing is it it's not like it's not like the nazis oh, wow like it being about nazis is not my issue it's more like the satire itself it's okay like it's again it's a much kinder movie than you think it is it's not like not kind of Nazis, but just like the nature of the movie is a lot sweeter. And so if oh. you like, if you watch the trailer, you have a much better idea of what you're expecting. Um, I didn't because I didn't want to, but uh, <laughs> I came out of like I didn't watch the trailer because I didn't want to. But it was like I came out of it like not being exactly happy with like the way the way it went out. It's not that it was a bad one. It's just it wasn't the choice that I had preferred. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I, I saw that second trailer, and I'm guessing that's probably very close to the tone of the movie. It's so. way much closer. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Also, I've been having the uh, German version of I'm a Believer stuck in my head for the last week because of that trailer, <laughs> so. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Bradley, uh, since, I mean, other than you making predictions already, like, is there any, like, updates to your thoughts on what, make it, what might make it the best picture? All right. Let's get crazy. Let's get nonsensical here. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So, Waves, obviously. I don't know anything about that movie. Not sure what it's about. I'm uh, a Sterling K. Brown film. I saw it. You know. I would How love it? if it got nominated for Best Picture. I don't know if it will. <laughs> well, the biggest snub for me last year was Sterling K. Brown as Killmonger's father just being completely ignored. 
<laughs> that was an amazing performance. I know it was short, but there's been short performances nominated for supporting before, and that guy yeah. deserved it. Damn it. Judy Dench. <laughs> so that's why I'm championing Waves, even though I don't know anything about it at all. Who's the director of Cats? That's probably going to get a nomination oh, just because of him. Tom, Tom, I mean, yeah. yeah. Tom Hooper. Yeah. Like, off. I think, I think, well, that's what I'm saying. I think the King's Speech is fine. You know, it's a good, feel good, overcome oh, adversity film. Was I, it the best picture of the, that year, though, guys? It's no. the worst nomination in that best picture. It, like, here's like, it was the best, best picture race maybe in the past, like, several decades and the worst winner. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I also thought the Les Miserables, good. It was good. But it also got a nomination for Best Picture, didn't it? It did. I'm and sure. yeah, and yeah, like yeah. 50% of the singing in that is garbage. And it still got a nomination. So I'm thinking Cats is a shoe-in for a nomination. Yeah. Never uh, underestimate the power of a popular musical like Les Mis. So yeah. I, yeah. Very true. Like, as much as I want to say Brad is wrong, he's very right in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Now, to so, yeah. be fair, though, people have been like, I mean, with all the bad hype going into Cats after that first trailer, I don't know if it has a chance, honestly. That's a good point. Getting a nominated Tom Hooper must have something, something on somebody. It has the on, buzz, it has a negative buzz because it looks fucking weird. But yeah. remember that Cats has still been going on for decades because it's so weirdly popular. Oh yeah. So for the people who like it, they're like, no, this is true to what the actual stage play is. And to which I say, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> take LSD. But oh well, all right, whatever. I guess it, it like it will probably just stay true to what it is, and they'll probably get that nomination because the musical generally makes it on there. But fuck. <laughs> I, I almost feel bad for that movie because you can tell they put so much effort into it of and they course. did take some risks with, you know, that facial stuff, whatever. And so it's set up to be this grand, whimsical epic, you know, for the Christmas season. And it was just dead on arrival from the first trailer. <laughs> well, I, I love musicals and I don't like cats. So. Yeah, I, I kind of like the musical, but I mean, I agree. It is a really bizarre musical. But I mean, and to be fair, that's true about a lot of Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals, too. That's but true. Question, question. Is it like in Cats, the like the cats can go around and like start like touching the audience and shit? Yeah. Uh, it depends on the production, but I think, yeah, that is. Uh, that, that yeah, is no, no. Oh, are they <laughs> going to have people? Don't ever touch okay. you, especially if you look like Are they going to have people Well, I mean, if you go to the 3D that? production, I hear that they'll have the theater attendants come out and actually start touching like the cat. Yeah, I was going to so. say, if, if they pull <laughs> like a total. Wi- in the face. <laughs> if they pull a William Castle and have like cat actors come out and touch the people during the performance, <laughs> it deserves a Best Picture nomination. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's how you make the theater going experience better. <laughs> It's 8D, guys. You're the cat now. Yeah, meow. Well, last for me would be the Ford versus Ferrari. No reason other than Christian Bell's on the poster. It seems like a very safe choice for a Best Picture nominee. Mm-hmm. Very you safe. I mean? Yeah, biopic, good actors, uh, well-liked director, you know. <laughs> That's one of those things where I hear from almost everybody who's seen it. They're like, it's good. It's not the best movie I've ever seen, but it's good. Get a thing. Well, they said that about Green Book, and look what happened. So, for all we know, Ford versus Ferrari is going to well, take it. Uh, we're not going to start with that one because I know Shaq and I yeah. are very different sides on that one. Yeah, we I still haven't on seen that one. Polar opposites. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and by polar opposites, I mean other end of the fucking universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So, I mean, and, I mean, not to add too much more than what uh, you guys have already said, I think the only other ones I would re I, like these are ones I'm just very curious to see because there's literally so little momentum for a few of these just because they're so brand new. But uh, the two popes on Netflix, I'm really, really excited to see that one. Have you guys seen the trailers for this one? Mm -hmm. So it's it's uh, one of the other Netflix big Oscar contenders with um, Anthony Hopkins and Jonathan Price, where it's about the transition between Pope Benedict and Pope Francis uh, that happened back in 2011 or mm -hmm. something like that. And uh, from what I've heard, it's like one of the best written movies of this year. So I can't wait to see that because I, I love good like actor dialogue driven kind of movies like that. So. Uh, and then it's also directed by the guy who did City of God, so I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. word! Yeah. Ooh, quality. That I did. That is news to me. But all right, cool. Yeah, no, I totally recommend the trailer. Uh, now I'm curious too. Do you guys think that Dolomite has any chance of getting a Best Picture, at least even conversation going for itself? Um, conversation, think, yes. Nomination, I, debatable. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I think that like Netflix. I think it's going to be one of the big ones that they do push. Like it's going to be. I think if they do push anything, it'll be like Marriage Story one. But Dolomite, and, uh, it'll be probably third because um, Marriage Story first, Irishman second, and then Dolomite third. Okay, yeah, no, I can see that. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I hope so because I really, really want to see this movie because I've just heard so many good things about it. And it's from two of my favorite screenwriters working in Hollywood today because they're the guys who wrote People vs. OJ as well. So. Oh, cool. So, it's, so, it's such a good movie. Yeah, no, I've heard just great things from you and uh, Chris about that one. And then uh, one that came out of nowhere, like literally the trailer came out a couple weeks ago and everyone's been talking about it, is Richard Jewell. Chris Clint was new film? Yeah. Yeah, the one that has a dude from Itanya. <laughs> That's the weird thing. It's, like, it's, it's his big dramatic debut, where it's just like, oh, can he actually carry a whole film himself? We'll find out. <laughs> I wish that I mean, was the tag like, in the trailer. The dude from Itanya. Yeah. <laughs> like he's those a bold great character letters. actor. Like everything I've seen him in, like I've like he's been like a scene stealer. So like that, uh, like I Tanya and Black Klansman, he was great in both. Yeah. So yeah, I do want to see what he could do. Like when it's like about him. Though it's funny that if you notice on the trailer, he's actually credited last on the list because unfortunately he's not the big Oscar contender mm -hmm. guys like Sam Rockwell and Kathy Bates and everything else. <laughs> but mm -hmm. it's good to see him up there and. This is one of those things where I'm always curious to see a Clint Eastwood movie, even though I will admit, like, the last five years, maybe, have not been very kind to him in terms of quality for movies. Mm. Like, what was the last really great Clint Eastwood movie to come out? Silly? Um, Silly was good. Not great. I was going to say, like, great, great Torino, Torino, but even then, yeah. I don't really, like, time has not been kind to Gran Torino. <laughs> no, it hasn't. I would say probably his last, ending. like, great, great movie was Letters from Iwo Jima, to be fair. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. that's yeah. probably the last undeniable. Yeah. Absolutely. Then, I know, people are debatable on American Sniper. I don't love that one, but I think it's a well-done movie on the whole. You know? Well, he's, yeah. it's just so strange that he would actually put a baby doll and Bradley Cooper <laughs> doing his best to act like it's alive in the film. <laughs> that could have been a deleted scene. Like, that's what's weird about Clint Eastwood. He puts ridiculous shit in his movies now that don't make sense. Well, and then after that whole thing that happened last year with, uh, what was it, the 1570? The 15th, yeah. 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 <laughs> what, what was he thinking casting the real guys in the movie? That's just so odd. I don't know. Because you're just like the whole time, you're like, yeah, all right, they make it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> what else? <laughs> it, it's seriously just one of those, like, I mean, that's also what kind of sunk solely, where it's like, yeah, it's a well-made movie, but... We know nothing happened because he saved those people and it was he was a mm -hmm. hero. So cool, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that's my big ones for like you know the ones kind of on the fringe and just Richard Jewell. I just don't know. I just like literally nobody has seen this movie. So we'll find out probably within the next. Actually, 
I think it's going to premiere in a couple weeks at AFI. So we'll finally find out oh, by cool. then. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then, let's see. Other big categories. I mean, is there much to say about directors? Like, London, uh, do you have any thoughts on this well, one? Well, directing, I, I kind of use that as, like, the um, if they couldn't get into Pest Picture, they're like, well, at least get directing. So um, I'm thinking Us might be in there. Uh, let me see. Nope. Um, cool. Let me see. You know, and that's a good question with Us, because I... I haven't heard like literally anybody talk about us since it came out. You know, in terms of like Oscar award potential I, stuff. You, you know why? Because it feels like it's been like seventeen years since us yeah. came out. Yeah, <laughs> the world's been so fucked up. They were like, "Oh right, yeah, this came out in February." Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about that just the other day. I was listening to that um, the remix of "I Got Five on it and thinking about yeah, that felt like oh my god, that was earlier this year. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I hope so. Like, I mean, probably the strongest chance would be for actress, but I would love to see it get, uh, in consideration for other uh, awards and that such. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, what else? Uh, like? um, I'm thinking, too, uh, that one was probably where uh, Jojo Rabbit's going to be, like, pretty situated if it didn't get into the main one, into the big best picture. Um, other than mm-hmm. that, that's really all I... So one, Yeah, that's basically all I was thinking I was going to be... Because I just they actually was oh. gonna be the ones. Oh, actually, you know, no, it was um. I think that uh, the lighthouse might be there too. I'm I'm thinking I oh, think the lighthouse has a better chance of being yeah. there than it is at the um, best picture. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh that's possible. Yeah. So. Oh, man, I, I can't wait to see the light. I know that's one of those one Oscar contenders that Lexi has been telling me just like, oh, when that comes out in theaters, we are going to see it. That's not a question that we are going to go see the lighthouse. So mm-hmm. I can't wait. Um, Well, then, Bradley, what do you think for a director? Well, for me, it's always going to be Marty, Martin Scorsese, of course. Um, I know he's won before and he's been nominated a couple of times, but I always root for him ever since finding out about that whole Dances with Wolves bullcrap. Well, just that he lost out uh, for Goodfellas. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, that was a big deal at the time with, you know, Kevin Costner. He was like, like, that's the problem with some of those movies where it's like, oh, it's a great movie, but it gets overshadowed by, like, the big star. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of the same thing with Mel Gibson and Braveheart. It's like, maybe Braveheart wasn't the best movie that came out that year, but we were just shocked that an actor like Mel Gibson could make a movie that big and that good. So. Mm -hmm. I guess that's true. No, but uh, any any other ones that you say, like, like, a possible contender? Yeah. Well, let's see here. Uh, I'm surprised Soderbergh isn't being talked about more. Didn't he direct like 50 films this year <laughs> after retiring? Well, I mean, so the two films he made this year were High Flying Bird and Laundromat. I actually really like Laundromat a lot. And there's a there's a character in Laundromat that actually gives their <laughs> Oscar speech during the film. So <laughs> yeah, I no, still I, think I, it's probably a long shot because it doesn't really even feel like a movie at all. But I, <laughs> I dug it; I liked it a lot. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, no, I know Shaq has been uh, like like Shaq heard that like not many people really enjoyed that movie from Jeff. So. Everyone really? I've talked to or like I've heard talk about it have said it's either mediocre or they just straight up hated it. Wow, <laughs> I think it's because I've just they're been just, they're involved. Just like, it, they're in like finance. even like Soderbergh fans are like this is kind of a rare dud for him. Yeah, I kind of felt the way with High Flying Bird, too. Where I'm like, you know, it's not this movie's even bad. It's just 
It's fine, you know, just very, very average. Well, that's just it. Even his duds are enjoyable. People's expectations yeah. are so high this year. I don't know why. What, what with how life's been? It's crazy. They <laughs> say how life's We're been. We're all looking for some masterpiece to link to. Something. <laughs> if everything else sucks, I think they could say that The Irishman is the greatest movie ever made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, well, so then, uh, Rose, what do you think? Um, as, as far as best director, this one might also be a little bit out there, but it, it just seems so darn stylized and might get some really stellar performances out of it, maybe for uh, Knives Out, Ryan Johnson. Oh, I like that. That's a bold pick. Yeah. I, mean. I, I know. I know he's very volatile, you know, when it comes to stuff like that. He's very much a love it or hate it kind of guy. But yeah, I just that that looks like a stellar film. I don't know if it's best picture worthy, but again, just depending on the performances that he gets out of his actors, it might be a best director. Yeah. Well, Shaq, you had lunch or you had snacks with a few of the actors in there. Do you think it'll make and this then director? I and then I talked to I had a conversation with Ryan Johnson. So yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, I got the inside scoop. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. No, but yeah. I, you know that's the thing. Like Ryan Johnson, I won't deny that he's got talent as a filmmaker. I mean, I know I. I'm in that group of the people who were not crazy about Last Jedi, but I won't say I'll never see another Ryan Johnson movie because of that. I will. Yeah, same. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll straight up say that, like, Knives Out is, like, the most, like, overwhelmingly crowd-pleasing thing he's probably ever done. Awesome. That's good. That's good. Uh, any other ones then, Rose, or? Uh, nothing that nobody hasn't said already. Okay. Well, uh, Shaq, then, what do you think? The auteurs are pretty much guaranteed in there, so, like, Tarantino... Yeah. Uh, Scorsese, they're basically locks. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll say that um, if my whole parasite going for best picture, if they don't get, it it doesn't get the best picture, like, winner nomination or whatever, I feel like it's almost also a lock for best director. After, like, what's his name from Cold War got nominated last year, I'm like, that just opened the floodgates. Oh, Oh, yeah, Uh, Pavel Palikowski? Yeah. Motherfucker whose name I can't pronounce. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Polish dude. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, Polish man. Um, But, no, I think Bong for sure is also going to be best director nomination. Um, If there's anyone that I would go, like, oh, I would like for you to get, like, get a nom in, I would say, um, what's his name? Uh... How did Waves? Let me see what it's called. Oh, name. Uh, Trey Edward Schultz. I would like Trey Edward Schultz to get a nomination for direction in that. Um, but I, I'm not sure if that'll happen. Uh, oh, Sam Mendes might get in for his 1917. Again, if it lives up to what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm super hyped for that movie. I mean, I I don't know if it'll be great because when was the last great Sam Mendes movie to come out? Skyfall. Yeah, pretty much. So Skyfall. it's been a while. Well, you know, I mean, the, he's made the one first two acts of Skyfall. Then. Well, because, yeah, he did, um, yeah, Spectre. Did he make anything else other than those two movies? No, he didn't. Oh. But did he want to make Spectre? Does that even count? Nobody wanted to be there for Spectre, honestly. (laughs) And I would love if, what's um, what's his name, Joe Talbot got for Last Black Man in San Francisco as well. But those are, like, two long shots that I'm not sure will, it'll probably make, like, the short list, but not actually make it into, like, the final cut. Yeah. No, and that's kind of similar to my picks, too. I mean, you know, you guys named all the big ones, and I'm pretty sure Noah Baumbach might slide in there just, you know, because Marriage Story getting all the hype and that such. Mm-hmm. Um, one I'm very on the fence on, and I'm curious because I don't really know anybody who's seen Little Women yet. You know, uh, Greta Gerwig's new film? Yeah. yeah, I don't know either. Like, it's that one is also way too early to tell. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm curious just because I, I think Greta Gerwig is a very good director. Like, I really yeah. like Ebert a lot. So it's just a matter of if this one actually, you know, again, like it depends on what people say once the reviews start coming out for it. So, 
Yeah. Uh, yes, in case anyone's wondering, uh, of course, I have read that book. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been to middle we just school. Ass- we yeah. just assumed, Bradley. We yeah. assumed you probably read the book in those cases. <laughs> and, you know, actually, one other one I'm actually kind of a little bit more hopeful for, uh, Lulu Wang for The Farewell. That oh, I would love yeah. if she oh, got yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice to be able to say, like, hey, it's cool, a very talented woman who is an Asian filmmaker and mm-hmm. actually getting recognized for a great film. So Yeah, no, that'd be nice. I mean, yeah, no, I, I, definitely nom- I think there's definitely an um, actress nomination for... Um, Aquafina. Oh, that's the weird thing where it's like of all the things for uh, the farewell to be a lock in for best actress for Aquafina. Yeah. I'm just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, she's incredible in it. So yeah, I don't blame her. I don't oh, blame sure. like the buzz going to her. Oh yeah, no, that's the thing. I mean, might as well just segue to best actress for that one. But yeah, Aquafina you know, of all the stuff in that movie, she was the one that everyone went, yeah. Whatever you think about that film, Aquafina acted her butt off in that movie. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she'd probably get in. But, uh, you know, uh, Shaq, uh, why don't you keep that going? Like, what's some other best actress contenders you think might make it in this um, year? Yeah, we, you mentioned the one off the top, Lupita Nyong'o for us. I think that's also yes. basically a lock. Um, I think the thing is, even if people barely, like, talk about the movie itself, I think her performance is strong enough to go, like, no, remember, she owned this. Mm-hmm. Like, if anything, I would like her to actually just full-on win. Um, no, I agree. Can we all agree with that now? And just yeah. put my my mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. Here. yeah. Um, <laughs> in terms of other best actress, uh, again, early to call, but I feel like someone in Bombshell is going to get nominated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all the all, all the women who look like they're about to fucking call the manager. <laughs> One of them is going to call it, and they're going to get their way to the best actress nomination. <laughs> all those women and their um, very interesting wig choices. <laughs> They all look like Kate Gosselin. (laughs) 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 I don't know what to think of that movie. Like, I just saw the trailer recently, and I'm just like, okay, I mean, it looks like a Jay Roach film. I'm like, like, it's bad women going after a worse man. I don't like anybody in this situation. (laughs) I hate that. I still hate that. Sure, yeah. I mean, nobody. Dude, it's Fox News. You can, like, Fox News is maybe one of the worst things on the fucking planet. Um, no, at definitely. least to me, personally. So, for me to go, like, all right, here's the thing. I sympathize, like, I fully sympathize with these women in the sense that, like, Roger Ailes is a fucking massive scumbag piece of shit. Yeah. At the same time, the opening of the trailer, like, when, uh, what's her name from SNL? Oh, Kate McKinnon. Yeah, she's doing that whole thing. That whole, like, that whole, like, her bit of dialogue, which is essentially, like, the Fox News anchor mantra of, like, mm-hmm. minorities are the villain, and this and this, and this and this. Uh, sex is, like, bad but interesting. I'm like, yeah, that's why y'all are terrible people, so I still don't like y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I had to get on a, on a detour with that, but yeah. No, um, I get that. <laughs> and I've heard a lot of really good buzz about it, but I don't know if it might, like, make it all the way to, like, the best actress race. But I feel like someone in Portrait of a Lady on Fire might get it in there. Yeah, I think that's going to be a hard one because I don't know. In, like, other than the few people who saw it at cons, I can't think of anybody who's really seen this movie, much less. You know, everyone talk about who it. I've talked to at TIFF who saw it adores it. Oh. Yeah, well, sometimes, they, like, in the like, you know, stuff like Best Actress, there'll be one foreign contender who'll just come out of nowhere and take the take a slot. Because, um, what's her name from L who got nominated? Uh, oh, Isabelle Pell. Man, yeah. I would love if she got nominated for Greta, but I know that will happen. <laughs> oh, wow. That movie was intense. I love that fucking stupid, yeah, that, crazy like, shit. S- 
<laughs> still in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> She's fierce as fuck. I'm surprised she lost that. Did she lose? She didn't lose, did she? All right. Sorry. Let's move on. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, yeah. Greta only just came out this year, so yeah, she hasn't lost anything for that otherwise. Okay. But, but anyways, uh, yeah, Bradley, why don't you give us uh, give us a pick for this one? What are we talking about? Actresses? Best actress, yeah. <laughs> no, okay. we're talking about best screenplay. Uh, ScarJo <laughs> for both categories. She's in everything, right? Uh, well, yeah. So she's got Jojo a- Rabbit, uh, Marriage Story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Her character in Endgame that is treated like garbage. And yeah. that's one of the reasons why I don't like it that much. Um, what else? Uh, I think that's about it for me. <laughs> Yeah, no, honestly, I'm amazed that Scarlett Johansson is going to be, like, one of the major contenders for Best Actress this year, it seems yeah. like. I thought that Renee Zellweger was going to sweep it since the announcement of that movie, uh, Judy, but I haven't heard anything good about it other than, yeah, Renee Zellweger's great, which that is just the- a common fact anyways, mm-hmm. you know, so... Yeah, that seems to be the opinion of that movie, where they're like, yeah, the movie's okay, but it's all about Renee Zellweger in the end. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I still haven't seen it yet, even though it's playing at the AMC here. So, got to check it out at some point. Um, but yeah, anything else? Or yeah, that, that'll be it for me. All right, then uh, Rose, why don't you give a pick? Uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to double down on uh, Renee Zellweger because that just that seems like a rather it screams Oscar nomination to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, my my number one pick just for wishful thinking is still Lupita Nyong'o for us because that was just amazing and creepy. Um, and one other one maybe just also seems like a maybe kind of a filler for that for that kind of role that typically gets nominated maybe Helen Mirren in um, what's it called The Liar oh The mm. Good Liar The Good yeah. Liar yeah yeah that that seems like it might be Oscar worthy yeah no, she, I've she... heard so little about that movie so far hmm. it's got a good poster yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's all we got hey uh, <laughs> nice poster beautiful poster, poster. looks nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Helen Mirren's in my top five she's gorgeous mm-hmm. oh yeah now when you see her and uh, Ian McKellen in a movie together at least it, it generates some conversation you know? absolutely yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. that one might be a surprise in many categories okay um, London I'm gonna agree with everyone um, but um, <laughs> no, no seriously like everyone that everyone, everything everyone said I kind of agree with the only one I want to add is um, Cynthia Erivio for Harriet. Um, All right. Ooh, yeah. I mean, I heard. I mean, I heard Harriet. The movie itself wasn't that good, but it's, I think it's gonna be the same thing with Judy thing because Judy might not have been a great film, but it's about a great historical figure. And Harriet might not have been a great film, but it's about a big historical figure, and the performance was really good. So that's kind of. I think that's gonna might beat out the other one. So. Yeah, because Cynthia Reeves has been having a track record lately of being the one thing everyone likes in a movie that she's in. Yeah. You know, yeah. like um, Bad Times, El Royale, where it's like, yeah, Cynthia Reeves and Jeff Bridges are like the best parts of that movie. Yeah, so. yeah um, I agree with that. I'll say there's one I just completely just remembered because I'm still looking at like our list and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this one might probably end up being forgotten, but Alfred Woodard and Clemency, I think, has a potential. Okay, so I listened to her in my top picks, but I haven't I haven't heard much talk about that one. Have you have you seen that one yet? Chuck, I haven't or? seen it, but I've heard good things, and I heard that she's great in it. But just the movie is an endurance test of <laughs> 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 just like sad shit because it's about like execution. So like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, then the Academy will eat it up because they love misery with these kind of movies. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so like it could, there's a chance you can get it, but I don't know. Yeah, because the buzz has been just like kind of really muted. I don't think it'll get into like the final cut. 
Yeah. Now, there's a couple of people I feel like are, like, on the outskirts and they just ha don't have the buzz enough for it. Like, um, one of my favorite performances I saw this year was for a uh, film I reviewed for Screener Squad. Uh, Mary Kay plays for the movie Diane, if anyone's heard about that one. Mm -hmm. Heard of. Never heard of it. Okay, yeah. No, um, it's a great little indie film that she just steals the show in every time she's in it. But that's the problem that literally nobody has heard of this movie. So, it's like, yeah, the people who've seen it love it. Just maybe like me and three other people have seen it. So, oh, I, actually, um, I did forget someone on my list. Um, oh yeah, Go ahead. yeah, it's um Taylor Swift and Cats. Let's see how that works. <laughs> ah, fuck <laughs> off, All right, someone get the hook. Drag him off stage. <laughs> I mean, Cher is an Oscar winner. Why can't Taylor Swift be an Oscar winner? Well, oh, uh, and then I Kanye her, would interrupt her, her speech. I don't need her stands to be even more insufferable than they already are. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what'd you say? Okay. <laughs> well, and then, um, the only other one, this is, again, very wishful thinking, but, man, Florence Pugh in Fighting With My Family was fantastic in that movie. It has yeah. no chance of that, but it's, she was so good. Oh, she was great. She yeah, more likely no for, yeah. yeah. Oh, more and, likely um, for Midsummer, right? For a nom? Or maybe even Little Women, actually. It won't even get for Midsummer. That's maybe, too maybe scary for women, Academy voters. She's had a freaking amazing year. Oh, Yeah. Well, and actually, speaking of Little Women, the person I think will get some consideration is Saoirse Ronan, because she always seems like she's, like, kind of out of the blue, where it's like, oh, yeah, she's really good in this film. Let's talk about her, kind of thing. Yeah, ever since so. Atonement, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's, it's amazing the career she's had since Atonement, like, you know, yeah. just going on from big picture to big picture. I mean, mm -hmm. she also did Lovely Bones, but we'll forget about that, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, let's see. So then, best actor. I mean, uh, I think we all have an idea of who might make it into this one, but, like, uh, Shaq, why don't you start with this one? Who do you think is like your, one of your top picks for best actor for this one? Look at Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems. <laughs> <laughs> if, he cool. get, if he doesn't get nominated, I'll be mad. And this is the weirdest, most passionate I've ever been about Adam Sandler, maybe ever. He's so good in this. I swear to God. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a thing? <laughs> that would be amazing. I would be shook, but I would be, be so about it. Um, because his performance is so manic. And so scummy, but so weirdly likable. Like, it's like the act, like, you know how we talk about how Adam Sandler movies, he makes himself out to be a nice guy, but he's kind of a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. This is like, no, he full on leans into that piece of shit aspect of himself. Yeah, and I was going to say so. Liking him more because you're so just it's like, like I every. Wanna... <laughs> so why don't you just get out of this stupid situation and shit? Um, so yeah, he's, he's my main one. My other main one is Song Kang Ho in Parasite. Because I think out of a whole cast of amazing performances, he might have the best one. Wow. Um, let's see. Uh, Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time. If they put him as a best actor or best uh, I supporting... think he's going supporting for that category. Mm -hmm. so. Okay, then maybe. And even then, he probably might not campaign for it. Um, oh, well, he, he won't. He already said he won't campaign yeah. for it. So. so he probably might not get nominated because of that. Um, Joaquin Phoenix is guaranteed a lock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No matter every single person, even if they despise the movie... We're all like, yeah, but Joaquin's great, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, no, not um, – what else is there? Oh, well, Brad Pitt, I think he might get – like, he could get nominated for Ad Astra 2 because he, as much as I don't like that movie, he's great in it. Um, but it probably won't be that that gets nominated if Ad Astra gets anything. Um, oh, Another long shot, but I would like for him to get nominated because I think he did a really good job. But that's Eddie Murphy and Dolomite. 
Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. I would I would love if he got nominated for it. People I don't know if he will. About that. But yeah. I would love it for him to do it. Because I, I think it's like be this nominated. feels like a genuine comeback. I think he might be yeah. nominated because it's something different than like the other films. He so. was nominated for Dream Girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So Very famously. Win. Yeah, maybe he won't walk out of the theater if they, you know, don't not don't win uh award <laughs> best uh, the, for best actor. So. I don't well too I don't blame him for that. He's like, I don't blame him for that, but I also don't blame the Academy considering the like Norbert had just come out and <laughs> yeah. everything up for him. I don't think it's fair that other films influence their decision though. It's, oh, it's scummy it's as hell. Up. Sure. It's definitely oh, yeah. scummy. But at the same time it was just like, yeah, recency bias can fuck something up so mm-hmm. hey yeah yeah that's almost as bad as like watching um what was it uh, uh um, michael keaton for birdman where he had a speech and i put it back oh, in his pocket, pocket man. you're just like oh breaks my <laughs> Wait, heart who won that year eddie red eddie red oh right <laughs> <laughs> for what was it uh for the theory of everything Oh, God, Eddie Redmayne fucking yeah. sucks. <laughs> fucking yeah. oh, no. Come on, he was. Oh, he was good. <laughs> yeah, that that belonged to Michael Keaton. That still makes me mad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> literally, my hatred of Eddie Redmayne, I think, might have began in that moment. Really? <laughs> I think it was good. Oh, really? I mean, Not Jupiter Ascending. Oh no, because I, I haven't seen Jupiter Ascending, so no. Uh, oh. But also, uh, was, like, uh, was it Denzel? When he didn't win for fences, when it seemed like he would, and like during uh, Casey's acceptance speech, and he credited Denzel, and you can tell Denzel was just pissed. Oh, that mean <laughs> mugging! Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like shaking his head, like, yeah, you know, do your thing, young brother. But at the same time, he's like, no, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Turning into his character from the movie, <laughs> right? <laughs> so let me tell you says, something. Well, um, let's see. London, why don't you give a pick here? Like, what do you think might make it for best actor? Uh, let's see. I might. Uh, well, I'm gonna just go with what you know people suspect. Taron Egerton, Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's gonna be an interesting one because I think he absolutely deserves it to get nominated. I do too. Yeah, but it's such a tight competition this year. No, that's see, that's what's tough because I'm looking at the list. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of good contenders here. I mean, uh, I think um. I'm curious because I mean, Adam Driver is right. Adam Driver. Oh yeah, for a marriage story. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was gonna say Miles yeah. Driver. He's <laughs> <laughs> not the same guy. <laughs> I keep doing. Miles Teller for marriage podcast story. Yeah, that's what <laughs> <laughs> I keep. I made up this person called Miles Driver, and I keep calling Adam Driver that. <laughs> so Miles Driver and Adam Teller. <laughs> okay, so I think Adam Driver has a good shot. Um. I think Joaquin Phoenix is gonna be at the top, though. Like, I don't like it's. I think he's. Um, gonna, like, I don't think anyone's really gonna move move from him. Or, I'm also curious about uh, Shia LaBeouf and Honey Boy. Um, I think. Well, that would be supporting, in, right? Oh, yeah, right. I, I think, think he's they might be going for supporting with him. Okay, what about Christian Bale and Four V Ferrari? What, you, what is it? What would he be? That would be a safe sure. choice. I think he would probably maybe go for me. So yeah. I believe. Okay, then I'm thinking I'm thinking he might be up there too. I'm, but I'm 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 on the fence with that. Like that's the only possible one besides the one you guys mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It depends. Yeah, it depends on whether they oh. push Matt Damon as like supporting or or like lead. But I feel like with Matt Damon, they might push him as supporting. Oh, I forgot. Um, Tom Hanks. I think I think. Um, oh, he's supporting. Oh, he's supporting. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, really? Supporting. 
From what it's I actually one of those. Yeah, movies, it's yeah. like Mr. Rogers is like the supporting character because it's about like how he huh. affects other people. Well, because it's um the dude from the Americans who's the main actor. Yeah, Matthew Reese. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, I, whatever it is, I think he's. I think he's supporting. He's definitely going to be up there because I mean, people like. Mr. Oh yeah, Rogers. I think he's one of the safe bets for supporting actor this year for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um. Well then, uh, uh, Rose, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm ride or die for Taron Egerton getting it for Rocket Man, but with each new movie that comes out, I, 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 my <laughs> hope for it just fades little by little. I'm like, because at the beginning of the year, you know, when I walked out of that movie, it's like, yeah, he's totally gonna get it. You know, f you, Rami Malek, and then yeah, each, <laughs> each new each new movie that comes out, I'm just like, oh no, stop! But release this next year, come on, guys. You know, there's an Academy guy somewhere going, but is it actually acting if he's Things well, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm seconding Adam Driver. Also, I mean, he's he's a phenomenal actor anyway. But yeah, for Marriage Story, I think that's a pretty good lock as well. And also giving one for Eddie Murphy because I would love to see somebody win an Oscar for playing Rudy Moore. <laughs> I do want Joaquin Phoenix to win because I want someone to win for playing an insult. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, he's not. Didn't, wait, he's, I, not a, it's, he's definitely not an incel. No, he was an incel, I swear to god. I'm sure there's been incel characters that have won in the past. Well, I mean, people <laughs> argue that uh, Travis Bickle from Taxi Drivers. Yeah, yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's way more incel than Joaquin Phoenix is. No. He's <laughs> more crazy, too. Well, it's just a better character, yeah. actually. Let's say. Uh, wow. Oh, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, so the Bradley, then. Like, uh, what are some of the ones that you would pick? Oh, just like what everyone said. The only thing I didn't like about Joaquin's Phoenix, uh, Joaquin's Phoenix, like I thought the dance he did in the subway bathroom transcendent. What a performer! Watching someone at the top of their craft, but the dancing afterward was pretty stupid. So I'm kind of torn on whether or not he'll win. The one to Gary Glitter, the one that was like. That seemed like you should have put fucking jock jams. It would still have the same effect. Yes. Yeah. Well, that song is on jock jams. I have the CD. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> they should have just put... That would be an amazing... <laughs> well, it would still work. That was such a Somebody's going to make scene. that edit now. <laughs> Probably I'm sure not. Out there. The thing is... Uh, I wish I'd seen that, that, or at least the clip had been made before I saw the movie. But someone mm-hmm. had that clip of like him dancing down the stairs and put it to Laffy Taffy by D4L. <laughs> so I saw that and I could not stop laughing for like two hours about it. Oh. <laughs> and then when my brother went to go see it, he said that was stuck in his head the entire time that scene was happening. I'm like, yep. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, and I think there was that one that someone did to uh, him dancing to Venom from Eminem. Got on, get him, Venom. Venom. <laughs> well, I have the audio from that um, Sesame Street skit from Saturday Night Live oh, from grouch. last week. Okay. I put it over that and yeah. see how well it matches up. <laughs> Sunny day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. And, you know, just for to clarify for people too, they did confirm that Gary Glitter will not receive any money from the stuff that happened with Joker. Good. So, yeah, because screw good. that dude. He is, gosh, man. Like, if you look up the Wikipedia page on Gary Glitter, just the stuff he did, you're just fucked. It's horrible. Yeah, you probably shouldn't look it up and just know that yeah, justice don't. was served. Yeah, no, yeah. he is going. He is going to die in prison. That that's that's yeah. the justice there. It's very so. good. 
Yeah. Um, well, on that note... <laughs> <laughs> well, then. Bradley, any other quotes that you had? Oh, uh, Antonio Banderas? Yes. I haven't seen Pain and Glory. Mm-hmm. I want to see it. I've thought that Antonio Banderas has been an underrated performer. Because in America, you know, he's just a sex symbol. And that's annoying because he's been <laughs> an incredibly talented guy since, what was it, Philadelphia. And he just seems to always oh, be right. passed up. He wasn't that one. Uh, yeah. Shaq, you said he was in, what was it, The Skin, the skin I Live In? Is that what yeah. it's called? Yeah, I saw that movie and I'm still haunted by it. And his performance right. is one of the reasons. So I'm really hoping he gets nominated, at least nominated. Yeah, who? I mean, he won the Best Actor Prize at Cannes for this movie, so... Mm. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, and so, Adam Driver for Kylo Ren, of course. I don't know about this marriage. <laughs> 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 Hashtag give Kylo Ren an Oscar. Dude, if this actually yeah. was the story that people say, just like, yeah, it's a Black Widow and Kylo Ren going through a divorce, that would be an even better movie, honestly. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I'm just happy for Adam Driver, too, because apparently uh, he does a rendition of um, a Stephen Sondheim song in the movie, so I cannot wait for uh, for Marriage Story. I'm just like, oh, one of my favorite musicals. No way. <laughs> yeah, apparently he sings pretty well, too. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I love that, dude. So I think I think he's actually one of the main contenders for Best Actor this year, aside from Joaquin Phoenix, which for I know sure. some people are like, no. No, de- like- he de- no, he definitely is. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. Um I'm surprised people aren't talking about Leo DiCaprio as much. Like, it feels like, did the, did the momentum for him die kind of thing? Or I think when he won and gave that speech, everyone was just kind of like, okay, he's got one. Let's never bring yeah, him up the, here again. The joke is over. It's yeah, not yeah. The, It's not even the joke, but I think it's because everyone, I think everyone came into the movie expecting like, yo, Leo will have like that, like best actor kind of deal. But then everyone was so surprised by how good Brad Pitt was that it took oh. out it took the sa- the wind out of the sails of De- of Leo. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. I mean, because yeah, I mean, Leo was really really good in the movie, but Brad Pitt I think was better. To be fair, yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I think Leo will still get a nomination for it just because it's who he is and the performance he gave is you know kind of the, the Oscar baity kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I can definitely see him getting a nomination. Oh yeah, I mean honestly, for him, everything uh, everything involving that TV show that he was filming is my favorite part of that whole movie. So yeah. I mean, he, he owned it in that in that sequence. So um, yeah, I think that's mostly the stuff for best actor. I gotta say. Now I know we're going on for about an hour here, and if we don't want to go too long, we can just go through and run. I mean, do we want to finish out the best uh, big eight stuff going on, or we want to just I mean, do some we, random picks? Like screenplay, we could just kind of lump it together. Okay, um, just go adapted and like original. Um, by that token. Uh, I'm gonna go again with Uncut Gems for best original screenplay. <laughs> I, like the cool. thing, I think the actor and screenplay are like the best chances it has at getting like a nomination for anything. Um, Us, I think, if it has any chance other than best actress, also in original screenplay. Um, is Last Black Man in San Francisco? Is that? I, I think it's adapted. I want to say it's so. an adapted screenplay. Yeah, I think it's an adapted screenplay. So I'll put it. I think that's the best shot it has. Period. Um, let's see, let's see. Joker adapted, uh, even though it's not a good script. <laughs> I will say it's not the strongest. No, it's it's, it's a shit script. <laughs> I, I won't go that far. But it's weak. <laughs> uh, let's see. The Irishman. I think the uh, the Irishman could um, probably get a screenplay. Uh, oh, I think Irishman's actually pretty locked for that one. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think those are like the ones that stick to. Oh, Knives Out for best original. 
and Jojo Rabbit for best original. I think Jojo Ooh. Rabbit that that it also. Oh uh, no, Jojo's uh, Jojo's adapted. So. Oh, is it adapted? Okay, then it's a lot for adapted. Yeah, no, it's based on a book, which I'm shocked. I'm just like, what is the book? Oh. Mean like? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and stranger things have happened for adaptations. <laughs> mm. uh, let's yeah. see. So, um, uh, London, what do you think for screenplay stuff? Well, like I said, I do agree with you guys. Um, I'm going to get. I'm going to add the Peanut Butter Falcon to that. Oh. I think cool. that might be because okay. it's something you know. And also, one other thing I will add is um, the report. Uh, yeah, I'm curious about that one if they'll make it in. Because I'm thinking it might be because of the political nature of it. I think people might be interested in that regards. And to Adam Driver's there, so he's gonna. Of course, he's pumping up the uh, story, but the actual the story behind it is so relevant right now that I'm thinking it might get some. Uh, some buzz because of it that's true that's a good yeah no it's very possible mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right then um uh, bradley what do you think oh i just hope noah bombach wins i think he's a story. lot for original screenplay honestly yeah. mm-hmm. i go to his imdb and just look at what he's written and i love all of it so yeah i'm picking him uh didn't lulu wang's name's being thrown around right for i believe adapted screenplay oh uh, it's original for so. the farewell oh is it wow yeah, yeah. yeah. cool so yeah, that's my addition to it. Okay, um, Rose, what do you think? Um, I'm gonna say JoJo for adapted and Knives Out for original. Yeah, you know, I'm really I'm curious to see how that goes for Knives Out. Like it's it's one of those ones that feels like on the cusp of being an actual awards contender. You know, other than just mm-hmm. a crowd pleaser. It's 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 so oh. good, but at the same time, I'm like, it's not gonna get anything like super major. But yes, continue. Um, oh, okay, yeah, no, I was going to say, like, um, you know, one, I'm actually seri- uh, I'm curious because it feels like it's one of those indie darlings that everyone loved when it came out, but it's kind of being put on the radar now, but do you think Booksmart might have a chance getting in for original screenplay? Oh, you know, I forgot I about that. I, I Yeah, honestly. I, I don't know, I think it might. It's just because of the quirky dialogue and everything and people mm-hmm. like that, and it's a, you know, it's, 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 it's something that's different and it's pleasant and not miserable like everything else so it might be just <laughs> just add a different flavor to it so that's actually yeah, was on my list too i forgot <clears throat> yeah a lot of these ones are pretty miserable looking in terms of like their content i mean mm. i actually think parasite might get in for original screenplay as well because mm. yep sometimes cool. foreign film get up for that stuff mm, okay yeah. yeah um once upon a time we'll probably get nominated for original screenplay even though i mean oh, i will admit yeah. i don't think it's his best script that he's done it's no. not but tarantino has so much academy favor that he's probably like he gets <laughs> yeah. it on yeah. principle. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know I'm rooting for two popes to get in for adapted screenplay because, uh, yeah, again, it sounds really, really compelling. Uh, Irishman will probably get in for that. Uh, Joker, I would say, but one that's starting to get some momentum, and I don't know if it's serious momentum, but it's very possible. The Downton Abbey movie apparently is in consideration for that. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> Apparently, right. you know, that's the thing. Like I, I have heard people who would go see it. Even um, I guess what was it? it was Max on the site here when he reviewed it. He had never seen a single Downton Abbey episode in his life, and he loved that movie. So I'm just like, <laughs> something's up with this movie. That's apparently really good about it. So, yes. yeah. Yes. Plus, uh, Julian Fellows, the guy who wrote it, uh, he wrote Gosford Park and a bunch of other stuff back in the day. So he's already an Oscar winner. He's he's got oh, some there clowns there. Ah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Um, so aside from that, then, is there any other, uh, things that we want to talk about in terms of, like, you know, possible contenders in other categories? I know we didn't bring up, like, supporting actor stuff, so, like, I'll, I'll say that really quickly. J-Lo for Hustlers might 
pretty much be a lock, I think, at this point. Oh, that's I think cool. So. She's I mean, definitely a nomination for sure. Um, yeah, yeah th- th- like that's what I mean—a nomination, not a win. Um, yeah. But a domination, definitely. Um, Shia LaBeouf, we mentioned him for Honey Boy. He's a maybe, but I, I would hope that he does get in. Um, what's uh, her, let me see what her name was. She's in uh, Dolomite's My Name, uh, Divine Joy Randolph. Yes, I really. I hope think she, does. she could possibly get a supporting actress nom. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. If there's anybody for <laughs> Ad Astra who deserves a nomination, it's Tommy Lee Jones because it's the most human performance he's given in a long time. <laughs> Um and yeah, that's pretty much all the people people I can think of off the top of my head. Um, actually, you know what? a long shot that no definitely won't, but I would love for it to get nominated. It's fucking Kevin Garnett and Uncut Gems because he's so good. <laughs> Kevin Garnett. <laughs> Kevin right. Garnett is maybe the greatest performance by like an athlete in a movie I've maybe ever seen. He's like, oh wow, he's so good. Like, uh, like he's good in a way like you are an actual actor. What the shit? Wow. I've heard like people like, say, that, like, actually look into who played Kevin Garnett in that movie. It's like, no, that's actually Kevin <laughs> like, Garnett. And they've said, nah. <laughs> but, like, the, I know the, like, the bar for, like, athletes becoming actors is very low. But, very. like, by that same token, he elevates it in a way that, like, man, no, you're really good. So it's going to be the best that's performance cool. by an actor, I mean, for a basketball player since Space Jam, right? Yes, there 100%. <laughs> Maybe not as good as MJ because MJ's the goat, but <laughs> <laughs> oh brother! Well, hey, that'd be interesting if he did get nominated and win because then it would be two former NBA players who have won Oscars. Oh right, yeah. Kobe. crazy! Yeah. Yeah. Kobe Bryant, right? Yeah. yeah, Kobe's got one. I keep forgetting Kobe's got one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and for something, yeah, we're not acting, but for animation of all things, Dude, he's like. It's weird that how good he is in it. Like, I, again, he's playing himself, but it's like a weirdly different version of himself, and it works so well. Like, it's, I think it's just like the Safdie's credit where they like get non actors to do really good performances. Mm-hmm. Well, like, um, what was, was it, LeBron James and Trainwreck? Yeah, yeah. I thought he was pretty good in that. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he was, was comedy, good in that. Right? But it, I'll say this is like a very different performance than that. Hmm. Okay. When did, when did everybody find time to go out and see Ad Astra? Like, I, I feel like I'm the only one that hasn't that seen has this. Like, no. your movie. I saw the Yo-ho. same time. Excuse me. I saw Hustlers and Astra and Ad Astra back to back. That's a double feature. Yeah, it was because it was a cheap Tuesday. I was like, I might as well see both. Um, and Hustlers, I adored. I was shocked at how good I how much I loved it. And then to well, watch, that's, a, but that's surprising because the trailer looks awful. No, the trailer. Hustlers? Dude, it's so good. No, I um, wouldn't say the trailer was awful. It was just kind of. It's not it awful. It's just like, awkward. okay, all right. But no, it's, no, it's it so good. But then Ad Astra is like the biggest come down from like the most intoxicating high you've had for like two hours. Hmm. Wow. So like I was like trying. Because Ad Astra is basically a Ter- Terrence Malick movie in space. And awesome. that's oh, about really? as boring as you think it is. Oh, God. <laughs> I actually like Terran, the way Terrence Malick films stuff. Then you will probably like Ad Astra a lot. But I really enjoy how he films things. You'll enjoy it a lot because it's very pretty. Yeah. But just, God. Cool. Sounds like a good movie to watch at home. Yeah. Literally, it's like you get get like a nice TV, a nice sound system, and it works. 
All right, so yeah, I'll pass it off to you guys because I feel like I talked a bit too much on this. So is there any <laughs> other mentions, any other things you guys want to mention? So like, Rose, is there anything? Uh, I am going to venture on a guess and say that Bombshell is most definitely going to get get it for makeup. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean yeah. <laughs> for making John Lithgow look like a hideous troll under a bridge? <laughs> oh my yes. God, he looks monstrous! <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't know that was him under there beforehand, I never would have guessed. <laughs> I mean, I will say it's better makeup than what they did for Russell Crowe on that uh, miniseries that he was in. Yeah. Yeah. But so. uh, be- between that and literally making Charlize Theron into Megyn Kelly, that that seems like a lock for me. Mm-hmm. They're they're pretty spot on for a couple of those. Yeah. Dude, it's like scary accurate. <laughs> yeah, and especially in that teaser trailer, you know, the like, super suspenseful one in the elevator. I think she was the last one to enter, wasn't she? And when she walked up, I actually gasped when you first saw her face because I actually thought that was Megan Kelly for a I second. I could not tell that that was Charlize <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> Charlize is so good, too. Oh, yeah, yeah she's, she's a great actress. Helps, I know, mean, she, she is an Oscar winner for a reason. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But is there anything? Uh, I'm guessing that's everything, right? Well, no, I, I don't know if this made the episode. You guys are kind of making fun of my bold choices. No, no, no. no. Actually... I, was, I, I was saying, like, in terms of, like, Rose's picks, if there's any extra oh, oh, ones okay. that Sorry about oh, that. Uh, nothing that I, I can think of that isn't, you know, terribly controversial or anything like that. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Brad, yeah, any, any extra takes you got? You know, I actually would like to put a pin in Angel Has Fallen for best sound mixing. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Dare to dream. And, uh, oh, Meryl Streep's been in two things this year, so both of those. <laughs> yeah, okay. There you go. okay. They're already engraving her Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, London, any extra things you want to mention? Um, I think um, Avengers Endgame and Cats are going to be in um, special effects, and I think Cats is going to win. <laughs> ah! Oh, ah! no. Shit? <laughs> Don't you do that. All right, Take no. back, sir. Oh. Okay, in all honesty, though, um, one thing that I am a little ticked off about, Tigers Are Not Afraid should have been nominated for form, Best Foreign Picture. Oh, yeah, that and, one was great. Yeah, yeah I don't know yeah, why that wasn't there. really like great things about it. Yeah, I don't I know why I it wasn't there. It pisses me off, so I'm kind of like, whatever. But Yeah, no, I mean, that's the problem with trying to nominate films for your contenders and that stuff. Because I think uh, France did some of that, too, where I think, uh, did they do Portrait of a Lady on Fire? Uh, is that a French film? Yeah. It is a French film, but I don't know if that's the one that they picked. As well, it's not. That was what I was going to say is that it would have been a contender, but they just got to say go with uh, Les Miserables, which is not the one based on the musical, but it's like a French socialist drama kind of thing where you're just like, okay, yeah, it was like that one was getting very middling reviews. It seems like you have a better shot with this one that literally everybody loves, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but yeah, uh, Justin, is there any extra ones that you want to think of? Oh, where do I begin? <laughs> um, but <laughs> actually, keep it, keep it to a few. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Well, I will say this for a couple that I'm really hoping for, just like, well, let's just say this. Uh, Roger Deakins will make another spot on his shelf for cinematography, like, most likely. Cause, oh, yes. Yeah, because, oh my gosh, the, the trailers for 1917 are just jaw-dropping. And the fact yeah. that they're doing it as a simulated one-take, just like Birdman, you're just like, oh, okay. The moment hey, they you? dropped that ball, everyone was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, was, that was crazy. But um, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. You know, 
like I said, like the lighthouse, I hope gets some representation, like maybe for cinematography as well, because that seems to be the trend now of like arty films that are, uh, you know, four by three black and white nowadays, mm-hmm. which to be fair, it looks gorgeous. In that yeah. Place, yeah. So I think that would also be like its best shot in the sense that like the Academy hates horror and they hate super weird shit. Like, <laughs> like Shape of Water was one thing. But hor- when it's like in the realm of horror, they're just like, no, I'm not about it. But yeah, I would hope that they would. Get, I, I would hope that they would get past that at least for Lighthouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If Lighthouse is actually a secret tribute to cinema, it will, like Shape of Water was. Yeah, but <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> God, I hate that they do that. But yeah. <laughs> And I think that, yeah, everyone's kind of given some extra stuff. So sorry that I've taken the show over from you, Justin, but you oh. got disconnected for a <laughs> You're minute. You're just taking it from me, man. Actually, I hate <laughs> Listen, to butt in This is come. probably like a one-time thing, at least maybe. Most likely a one-time, <laughs> uh, most likely a one-time deal because of just like technical difficulties. Hey, you know, I, I can share. I'm, I'm, good. I'm happy with sharing. So. Okay. okay well, I- but hey, yeah, thanks for listening to this uh, episode of Eye yeah. on the Prize guess we all have like our preliminary picks and predictions and it will be interesting to see where this goes in the next couple weeks and months and so on so yeah i think for the next episode once we actually see stuff like the afi fest and some of the early critics award stuff come out we'll definitely start talking more about that definitely definitely so just kind of you know put a bow on everything uh we'll do plugs i'll start off with mine because we usually just do mine first <laughs> um, because I'm because I'm the best. I'm kidding. Getting get that sequels only... money, <laughs> <laughs> bro. We broke. We gonna make no money. But uh, you can find me on all the social medias at Shack Excellence. That's S H A K Excellence. Uh, you can also find me. Uh, yeah, on my other show, Sequels. At Sequels with an extra E at the beginning. Um, we have. Our, we're currently in the midst of like our spooky season. Uh, like month of October of just like horror movies and spooky related stuff even though the next two movies we're doing are not spooky at all <laughs> um, but the new one should be coming out within the next couple days um, and you can find that pretty much where you can listen to any other podcast uh, London where they, where can they find you I'm at Narrative Exam uh, you can also find me on the site I have other projects I'm working on so keep an eye out for that um, also okay. I forgot to mention uh, <laughs> we forgot Pez best song <laughs> my man i feel like it's too it's super early to call that like we don't even know anything no, I, I just yeah i just want to have rocket man versus lion king to see what <laughs> controversy. Uh, well, okay. were there any original songs of rocket man because i think they're all just elton john songs i know it'll just be funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah just see elton john go like oh you yeah. elton john versus elton john or at least well i don't know hey he did record a new song for the movie so that actually might end up in there Oh, you know what? Okay, there was one in the credits, I think, right? Or... Yeah, it was really good. Ah, yep. oh, okay, okay. Well, there you go. They got a chance. Okay. <laughs> Managed to hear him trash on Lion King even more if that does get nominated, too. So. <laughs> hey, Brad, where can they find you? I'm at Bradley of Martin, and I also kind of bum around the Facebook site. That's about it. Oh, I'm Screener Squad Reviews, uh, mm-hmm. Iron the Prize. Yeah. yeah, Bradley's going to be on like four reviews this week, too, so... <laughs> is a man about town. He's doing everything. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> where can they find you? Well, uh, you can find me here. But otherwise, you can also find me on Screener Squad, uh, Breakfast Pub, a couple other shows on the site. Uh, and then, yeah, just find me on Facebook and Twitter. And, yeah, I hope to be around a lot more just from the way things are going You know, back here. I'm just like, I just I need to vent out a bit more onto my shows. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, Rose, where can they find you? Where do you want to, where do you want the people to find you? 
uh, here at Screener Squad, and then also I bounce around quite a bit at the uh, Children of the Toast Facebook page. So, oh yeah. there. <laughs> and awesome, awesome. So yeah, that wraps it up for this episode of Eye on the Prize, and we'll see y'all next time. And there's no real catchphrase for the show, so I can't end it with that shit. It's like, <laughs> hey, see you on the awards race or something. <laughs> See you on the red carpet. See you at the races. God. (laughs) We're not ending it with those, but we'll end it with those.